another episode of Radio Rounds, the podcast interview series presented by St. Louis Children's Hospital, covering pediatric topics of interest to doctors and healthcare professionals. Here's Melanie Cole. ADHD is the most commonly diagnosed behavior disorder of childhood. And my guest today is Dr. Minnie Tandon. She's a Washington University pediatric child and adolescent psychiatrist at St. Louis Children's Hospital. Welcome to the show, Dr. Tandon. Explain a little bit about ADHD and what are some of the challenges in diagnosing it? Thanks for having me today. Thank you. Um, so ADHD is one of our most commonly diagnosed disorders in child psychiatry, and of course it, it often is. The primary care physicians are responsible for diagnosing it a large majority of the time, and I think some of the challenges include how they can get that done and all the other things they have to do in a short office visit <laughs> comprehensively. It's a neurodevelopmental disorder, as you know, and it, um, it's characteristically defined as a problem that occurs usually with symptoms that begin before the age of 12 and typically in more than one setting. And usually there's a predominance of either hyperactivity, impulsivity, or inattention, or a combination of both. So you basically stated that the best place for a parent to start that process is with their primary caregiver. So do do pediatricians have a history that they take, what's involved in their first initial diagnosis before a child would be referred to a specialist? Well, I think it would be important for them to ask a history. After all, there is no one test for ADHD. And so asking them about symptoms in several settings and the impairment that's involved is a first step. Getting short measures in the office and getting that done from the, from the school and from home and getting that collected prior to sending them to a specialist can be very helpful. Dr. Tandon, is there a a standardized group of questions that the pediatrician has if a parent brings in some of these red flags or talks about some symptoms of hyperactivity or attentional issues? Is there a standardized set of questions? Well, there's many standardized measures, and I I think that they're all very good for you in pediatric offices. It depends on what the pediatrician's comfortable with. Many pediatricians seem to like the Vanderbilt um, scales, and that can be a helpful screening tool covering ADHD symptoms. And they're often pretty classic questions across scales, um, things like does your child um, resist tests that require sustained effort? Um, is your kid acting as if run by a motor? These are very classically asked questions across scales regardless of what the brand of the scale is. Before treatment begins, and and maybe a child has been referred to a specialist such as yourself, what's the immediate goal as far as working with parents and caregivers to get them to understand what the process is about to be? Well, I think it's important to do, uh, to have the parents understand that this is a comprehensive evaluation. We don't want to jump to conclusions. We want to be thorough. We want to have the parents understand that It's a highly treatable disorder and that, you know, getting this done in a slow and steady way will probably lead to a better assessment and and, uh, treatment plan. So getting the, it might be, while the parents may have some, have have some frustration in having to get paperwork done, I think it's very important to know how, how impacted the child is in the school setting and in the home setting. When would a pediatrician refer to someone such as yourself? I think if, they feel that they um, can't manage with um, straightforward ADHD medications or when they feel that there's more going on to, 
uh, than just ADHD and the complex of other psychiatric illnesses, I think that's when we start getting referred to as specialists. Now, many pediatricians are still very comfortable with that, um, and we're happy to collaborate with them and talk them through that. But ADHD is one of these disorders that rarely occurs alone. And so what happens is then you can diagnose ADHD, but then find out there's also learning disorder, oppositional defiant disorder, anxiety, depression, and that becomes a little bit complicated as some meds become helpful and for some symptomology and then worse in other symptomology. And that's when sometimes I feel like we get more calls at the specialist office. Speak about the implementation of behavior strategies that you begin with when you're working with a child. So I think first thing starts with education for the parents. Parents are, are the crux of treatment here and helping them understand what the disorder is um, and to keep a structure and routine in the household, keep backpack in the same place um, is, is actually sounds cliche, but is actually quite helpful. I think educating them on national websites like chat or organizations that can be a support to them is helpful. Um, I think talking to them about empowering them about advocating for their child's needs at school through either educational plans, you know, sitting in the front of the classroom, some real basic things can be done, but also higher level um, individualized educational plans can be obtained. And I think guiding them through this process is important and letting them know it may not happen overnight, but that it's worth being persistent to get the services needed is, is also very important. And you said some pediatricians are definitely very comfortable treating these children without referral. Speak about prescribing medications when it comes to that point. What do you want pediatricians to know about the medications available out there and how to explain to their parents who are probably pretty afraid of that zombie effect what these medications are intended to do? Well, uh, the the idea is that the gold standard of treatment for a school-age kid with ADHD is medication. It has uh, like 80% will respond to a medication, so they are highly um, useful, but that they also become controversial with because they're abused and misused and whatever. But I think the, the, the real crux of the matter is it is one of the sim- medication classes in all of psychiatry for which we have an excellent response. Um, we want to wait till kids are at least six. However, there are times when indicated when the earlier ages are indicated, but that needs to be done carefully. So, you know, under once you get under the age of six, then you may need to really do um, consult with a specialist and make sure that that's what needs to be done, because there are other pr- things that happen. If a preschool age kid has ADHD, you start with parent behavioral training and support and educational support before you go right to a medication. In a school age kid, you, you may go to a medication, but you need to also have behavioral training, and uh, school wraparound services. Are these medications studied in children younger than six? Um, Less so. Less so. And they have more side effects in kids less than six, which is is part of the, the, the trouble. So where do you see this field going in the next 10 years, Dr. Tandon? Because it, it certainly is more in the media now. Pediatricians are seeing it more often. Parents are complaining. Schools are noticing some of these red flags, even as young as kindergarten, which kids can be a little, you know, attentional issued anyway in kindergarten, first time sitting in class. But it's different, and the red flags are certainly different. So what do you see changing in the field, or do you see anything changing? Well, I think... We continue to make better pharmacologic agents that have less side effects over time. I think that probably will happen and continues to happen regularly. 
Um, I think being comprehensive is still very important to make sure that you're utilizing medications for those that do need them and not just want them. Um, I think that, you know, imaging studies may become more useful. However, right now, um, that's not the case. That's a, that's just more of an academic um, matter right now. But, but a comprehensive evaluation, whether it's done in a pediatric office or specialist office, is still probably going to be the way we want to go. Can children grow out of ADHD? Well, the literature suggests that symptoms fuse, may fuse over time for, for a lot of kids, but about half to a three-quarters of kids will um, still continue to have um, adolescent um, ADHD symptoms as adolescents, and, you know, of half to a third, three-quarters will also have in adulthood those that were properly comprehensively diagnosed. Either in preschool age or school age will continue to have many of the features of ADHD on into adolescence and on into adulthood. But ma- many many of the children may fuse out of some of the hyperactive impulsive symptoms that are more characteristic characteristic of childhood ADHD. Are there any Washington University studies taking place that you could reference that you'd like pediatricians to know about? Right now, I don't have an active study to refer, but this could be changing at any moment, given the nature of research studies. Um, but I think 454 Kids is a good resource at children, should there be any active enrolling studies. And what can a referring pediatrician expect from your team insofar as communication with the referring physician? Well, we, I mean, for ADHD or any disorder, I hope that the idea is that when a pediatrician sends a specialist a referral, that we can communicate um, our general ideas from the um, assessment and ongoing treatment strategies and stay in touch with the pediatrician. Um, as you know, there are less child psychiatrists available, and so we don't we really do need to collaborate better and more effectively with our pediatrician partners. They're doing the large burden of the work, and we are um, happy to try to help. So wrap it up for us. What else would you like pediatricians and other physicians to know about ADHD from a psychiatrist, a pediatric psychiatrist's point of view, and really when to refer, when those red flags signal an issue? I think after, um, if, if they're uncomfortable, I think it's important to get in touch with their specialist. I think the, the, one of the things that I see commonly is uh, underdosing of medication. Uh, I think it's important to go slowly and steadily up on the medication dosages, but sometimes it's important to use uh, the medication at a dose that's appropriate for weight. And in general, not everybody, but in general, there are stimulants that are needed at a milligram per kilogram of body weight. There are stimulants that are needed at a half a milligram per kilogram body weight. And until you reach that general number, it seems that the the medicines don't help. And then what we have is a person on medicine and exposed, but without the actual um, help. So one of the issues would be medication dosage management as the child continues to grow. And then frequent measuring of growth and vitamins, which, of course, is done very well at pediatric offices. Um, and then finally, communicating with the schools, having r- repetitive and comprehensive input from the schools is very important because sometimes we're missing key disorders. So the ADHD, it, I want them to know that the ADHD never, it's rare to have it alone. And I think once you have that in your mind, you start to get more astute about lo- lo- looking, at, um, I, uh, looking at disorders that are missed, like anxiety, depression oppositional defiant disorder. We don't want that school-age kid or any age kid to be missed for other key disorders, and ADHD is one of those disorders that rarely occurs alone. 
Thank you so much, Dr. Tandon, for being with us today. A physician can refer a patient by calling Children's Direct Physician Access Line at 1-800-678-HELP. That's 1-800-678-4357. You're listening to Radio Rounds with St. Louis Children's Hospital. For more information on resources available at St. Louis Children's Hospital, you can go to stlouischildrens.org. That's stlouischildrens.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.